0: Recorded live.
1: From the deepest confines of Angry Patriot Command, you will find the battle run. Welcome to Angry's Corner with your host, the Angry Patriot. Welcome to Angry's Corner. I'm your host, the Angry Patriot, coming to you live from the battle room here in Houston, Texas. It is 10.02 a.m. Central Time here on June the 9th, Thursday. We made it past hump day, folks, but there's a lot of news that is happening as I
2: speak to you live here in the battle room today. You know, this is a
1: uh, political article here that I want to share with you right now. And uh, this is out of FoxNews.com. Sanders is uh, possibly seeking the Democratic National Conventions uh, chairwoman's uh, pretty much her job because uh, of what uh, is going on. Bernie Sanders returns to Washington today for a high-stakes meeting. excuse me, with President Obama, and later Harry Reid, where one of his key demands in exchange for a chance at party party peace could be nothing less than the removal of Democratic boss Debbie Wiserman Schultz. The Vermont senator whose Democratic presidential campaign is still kicking, despite Hillary Clinton clenching the nomination earlier this week, is set for an Oval Office meeting with the president Thursday morning. Fox News has learned that Wiserman Schultz, leadership of the Democratic National Committee, is one of the issues he could bring up in the unity huddle. Sanders and the Democratic National Committee chairwoman have been at odds for months with Sanders' team, long accusing her of helping now presumptive nominee Hillary Rodden Whether Sanders seeks and the president would even consider a Schultz sacrifice is the open question. I don't see how she makes it through the convention, one Democratic lawmaker told Fox News. And I quote, the key to Hillary winning is getting Sanders supporters on board. So for Obama and even Clinton have resisted applying public pressure on Sanders to drop out, though their presence may soon wear thin. Thursday's meetings will be a chance to test what if is Sanders is looking for, with party leaders eager to bring his millions of supporters back into the fold. You know, speculation over Weserman Schultz's position has swirled for months. However, so far she has retained the public support of the White House And Obama also endorsed her earlier this year in her House Party battle. Asked Wednesday about the possibility of Sanders seeking her removal during meetings Thursday with Obama and Senate Majority Leader Reid, Democrat of Nevada. Wisman Schultz said she is not worried about her job. I'm going to be remaining as the chair of the Democratic National Committee as President Obama has asked me to do until January the 21st of 2017 and I appreciate the president's support she said unquote as the <clears throat> excuse me as for concerns about being able to unify the democrats Party, she said, I'm very confident that we will become unified. Still, Fox News has learned some factions of the Democratic Party, as well as senators, or corrections, senators, loyalists, have pushed for Rep. Telsey Gabbard, Democrat of of Hawaii as the potential replacement at the helm of the Democratic National Committee. Grabbard is a Sanders supporter which could help with outreach to Sanders backers and bring Sanders himself into the fold. When asked if she was interested in being party chair, Gabbard told Fox News she wasn't. She also noted she has not called the DNC to revive Wiseman Schultz of her duties. Gabbard said she has no plans at this point to meet with Sanders in Washington on Thursday. However, Gabbard said Sanders should continue to fight through the convention if you look at the people who voted for Sanders, their voice should be heard, Cappard said. Fox News has reported this, and I reiterate this story. You know, at this point, as one of Hillary Clinton's most famous statements, what difference does it make anyway? And I kind of reiterate that because the establishment know who they want, whether they be a Democrat or a Republican, independent, doesn't really matter. When the establishment decides on the candidate that they want to become president of the United States, I don't care what happens. In regard to our voting. Somehow, some way, the establishment get what they want. And so it is with the DNC. And it doesn't matter who is at the helm, who's in control of the DNC or the RNC. It doesn't really matter. What matters is, is are our voices even being listened to? Are our voices even being heard? And to be honest with you folks, I I don't see it happening in any regard, whether it be on the Republican side of the aisle or the Democratic side of the aisle. Everyone is out for their own interest. Everyone is out for their own salvation, their own political survival. And that's what makes having term limits, I, I feel having term limits, so vital. I think we should have a two-term limit, or at the very most, maybe a four-term limit. But I think two- terms in public office, whether you be a president, a senator, or a congressman, I think that is enough, two terms. And you can lengthen the term, you can say four years for all, four years, or if you want to do it for a senator or a congressman, say six years. But nothing like what we have today, where politicians become career politicians, As long as they get elected, they will be in office. And I don't think that's good for America. Because once you get people in power that win year after year after year or election upon election upon election, they become stagnant. They feel, well, evidently the public likes what I'm doing or they wouldn't continue to elect me. And so they get into a stagnant rut of just doing business as usual, and they don't really take into consideration the whole benefit of what they're doing for their constituents within the districts that they represent. And you can like what I'm saying or disagree with me 100%. That's your prerogative to do so. And... um I would like to hear from you, really. I I would. You know, because your input is vital here. There's two sides to every story. There's two sides to every argument. So if you would like to call in, the number to call in here to the studios is 724-444-7444. And then you enter call ID 141446 pound one pound to speak to me live here in the studios today. Folks, I'm going to take a quick little radio break. I will be right back. Grab yourself a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, or maybe something stronger if that's what you're into. But I'm not promoting alcohol, I'm just saying. If that's what floats your boat, then hey, it's your prerogative. What you do behind closed doors is your business, as long as it doesn't impede on mine. Be right back with more Angry's Corner. Welcome back to Angry's Corner. I'm your host, Angry Patriot, coming to you live from the Battle Room here in Houston, Texas. Well, folks, it's uh, ten uh, twenty-three a.m. here in Houston, and it's a kind of a overcast, cloudy day, but uh, we're not supposed to be having any rain, thankfully. Uh, so it gives us a little bit of a time to to dry out here in the Houston area. God knows we've had our fair share of rain. Over the past month or so. And uh, that was uh, Errol Smith with Sweet Emotion. And before that, we had uh, ACDC with Who Made Who. Excuse me, I'm battling a little bit of a cold this morning. You know, there's an article that I just came across before I started today's program. And this really kind of Uh, triggers a bit of a concern because, you know, I thought California was pretty much bankrupt. But yet I see Los Angeles city workers may soon be driving BMWs. That's right, folks, BMWs. Most public employees would never dream of driving a BMW. In their private life, let alone <clears throat> excuse me on the job but that's what is going on and what is going to be happening in Los Angeles thanks to a deal to lease 100 of BMW small I3 electric cars in a bid to enhance the city's sustainability. Efforts. The Los Angeles Police Department has taken out a three year lease on the fleet. It will pay $387 per month per car, including maintenance. And it gets cheaper yet, they say. Since they are electric cars, there will be no gasoline cost and As part of the deal, a company called Greenlots is supplying the chargers. Even though the least I3s or BMWs, city and BMW officials went to lengths to dispute that. At least in this case, they would be considered luxury cars. And uh, I saw the video of the uh, vehicle, and folks, this is government for you. Citizens of Los Angeles, I don't know if you even heard about this story. If you live in the Los Angeles area and you're listening to this program today, I urge you to pick up the phone and call me here in the studios. I would like to hear your opinion on this because I thought from past reports that California was pretty much on life support as far as their being financially solvent. The number to call in here at the studio is 724-444-7444. Call ID one four one one pound. I welcome your call. I welcome your opinion, whether it be against it, for it, or no opinion at all, really. Um, and this is... Never ceasing to amaze me how government's are supposed to be broke, but yet they can come up with deals like this that clearly doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, I realize they want to save money. Maybe these electric cars will do that for them. I don't know. But, you know, to be honest with you, I just thought California was pretty much financially bankrupt. God knows they are morally bankrupt and spiritually bankrupt. But that's another issue altogether. Again, if you would like to call in the number here, 724-444-7444, enter or call ID 141446, pound, and to speak to me live here in the studios, one pound. Folks, I'm going to take another quick little break. I need to kind of rehydrate. It's uh, me battling a little bit of a cold and also the humidity. And it's starting to get a little bit humid outside here in the Houston area. So kick back, relax, have a cup of coffee, a cold drink, whatever it is. And Angry will be back momentarily. Welcome back to Angry's Corner. I'm your host, the Angry Patriot, coming to you live from the battle room here in Houston, Texas. Folks, uh, we're having a little bit of a financial, or not a financial, but a uh, technical issue here. I think I got it corrected there, and I do apologize for that feedback that you just received. I have some more news here. I don't know how many of you may have... uh, viewed the Country Music Award last night. Well, the story that I'm about to share with you is, um, excuse me, many viewers who tuned in to last night's Country Music uh, Television or CMT Awards were left wondering whether or not they were watching a country music awards show. The fans who voted the show kicked off with a number of collaborative performances featuring country stars and others outside the genre, from rockers' Cheap Trick to rapper Pitbull, Bull. Keith Urban, Brett Eldridge, and Maureen Morris started the show off at the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville that was followed with an outdoor performance by Bill Ray Cyrus with recent Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, Cheap Trick. Then the show went back indoors for a performance by Pitbull, Pop Singer, Leona Lewis, and Cass Pope. While... Wow. Jason Aldean, Nicole Kidman, and more watched in the audience. The performance did not leave fans happy with its show. Well, to be honest with you folks, I, I would be kind of upset too if I went to a country music awards program thinking that the music that I would be watching would be country music. And then all of a sudden, it's inundated with rock stars, R&B stars, rap stars, you name it. Anything but country stars. Wouldn't that upset any one of you? I know it would upset me immensely because that's what's wrong with entertainment today. We have stars from outside certain genres inundating that particular music genre's awards program. You know, we have, just like last night on the Country Music Awards Show, when you have rap stars and rock stars and pop and R&B flooding into your particular awards program, and yet you don't see country stars flooding into the um, rap awards or other music genres, award shows. But that's what's wrong with society today. I mean, we're told that we have to accept whatever they deem acceptable, whether it be black entertainers and entertainers of other races uh, demanding that uh, they be included in the awards programs you know it goes back to what I've always said if you are talented whether you're a singer, an actor, a comedian, whatever, and you produce quality work and it is nominated for an award, it doesn't matter what race you are. You should be recognized for your contribution. Does that mean you're going to always win the award? No. But if you produce quality work, and you produce something that's worthy of being nominated, then why not award you the honor of at least contending for the award? Now, does that mean you're going to win? No, it doesn't. But just because you are, for example, black or Hispanic or Asian or even Caucasian, and you feel that just because of your race, you are entitled to be nominated for an award, it doesn't work that way. You have to produce quality, whether it be your acting ability, your singing ability, your comedic routine, or whatever it is. If you produce quality, you will eventually, hopefully, be rewarded for your hard work and dedication. Now, yes, there's times when movies that are nominated or music that are nominated or other genres, whether it be a comedic routine or something like that, uh, that are nominated for an award, when clearly it's a piece of crap. That's when I kind of wonder what's going on in regards to Hollywood and the entertainment industry as a whole. Because clearly a lot of what's coming out of Hollywood and other venues is nothing less than a piece of crap. But yet you got talented actors and singers and comedians and other... um, forms of entertainment whose stars are not being recognized even though they're producing quality in their work. You know, not too long ago, uh, Will Smith's wife, Jada Pickett-Smith, made the remark that her husband didn't uh, receive a nomination for his work in his latest film. Well, Will Smith might be a good actor, but not everything that he produces is nominatable for an award. And she called for all black entertainers to boycott the Academy Awards just because her husband wasn't nominated. And the reason she gave for him not being nominated, well, she played the race card, as so many people do when they're black. And again, there's a lot of black entertainers out there that are great actors. But just because they make a film doesn't mean their performance is not performance quality. And you can like what I'm saying or not, that's, that's your right. If you don't like what I'm saying in that regard, that's your right to express your opinion. And I'm willing to let you do so. The number to call here in the studios is 724 444 Enter call ID number 141446-POUND. One Pound to speak to me live here in the studios. Well, folks, I'm going to share a song with you here by a gentleman by the name of Jason Lee. And it is a song called You Can Leave Your Hat On. Welcome back to Angry's Corner. I'm your host, Angry Patriot. That is uh, Jason Lee with You Can Leave Your Hat On. Folks, Jason Lee is an upcoming country singer that I urge you to show your support by downloading this single and others on YouTube, or not YouTube, but uh, Amazon and iTunes and other downloadable sites uh, and also when they become available at your local record uh, video store show him your support by buying his music and he would very much appreciate it and tell him that the angry patriot sent you well folks we have just a little bit over 40 or correction 23 minutes in today's program. I really understand that uh, music today is not the same as it was when we were young. It's evolved. Uh, A lot of the entertainers that are involved in music today, they, they don't really rely on their own talents and abilities. They are aided and abetted by Technology to achieve what they need to achieve. When I see talent such as Jason Lee and other singers out there that are doing it old school, well, it's refreshing, to be honest with you. And speaking of old school, let's go with a little bit of Hank William Jr. with A Country Boy Can Survive. Welcome back to Angry's Corner. I'm your host, Angry Patriot, coming to you live from the battle room here in Houston, Texas. Well, folks, it's uh, three minutes until the end of the program today. I would like to take this opportunity to thank you for tuning in and to invite you to tune in to tomorrow's broadcast on our sister show, Angry Patriots Crossfire. If you would like the link, drop me an email here at angrypatriottexas at gmail.com, and I'll provide you the link to tune in to Angry Patriots Crossfire. God bless you. Hope you have a good weekend. I'll see you again Monday if I don't see you tomorrow on Angry Patriots Crossfire. Angry Patriot, out.